Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Matthew 20, but before we go and start reading, let's, let's go to God in prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for who you are, for the, being the creator of the world and loving us. We've seen throughout our readings how you don't give up on people and your, your blessings and grace still flow out even when we fail. I thank you for the example of the apostles and also, you know, the patriarchs of the, of the church. So father, I pray as we read your word, I just lift up this time. I pray my heart and my mind and my spirit would be open to you, that your Holy spirit would guide us and be your words that we hear. Nothing from me, strictly from you. It's in Jesus name. I pray. Amen. So today we're in Matthew 20. And let's go ahead and just jump on in. Verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went. He went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day doing nothing? Because no one has hired us, they said. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. So when those came, who went, so when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered to them, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Verse 17. Now Jesus was going up to Jerusalem. On the way, he took the twelve aside and said to them, We are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be, del- will be delivered over to the chief priest and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death, and will hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and flogged and crucified. On the third day, he will be raised to life. Verse 20, then the mother of Zebedee's sons came to Jesus with her sons and kneeling down asked a favor of him. What is it you want? He asked. She said, grant the one of these, grant that one of these two sons of mine may sit at your right and the other at your left in your kingdom. You do not know what you are asking. Jesus said to them, can you drink from the cup? I am going to drink. We can. They answered very proud, huh? Jesus said to them, You will indeed drink from my cup, but to sit at my right hand or left is not for me to grant, 
These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared by my father. When the the ten heard about this, they were indignant with the two brothers. Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercised authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become a great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave, just as the Son of Man who did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. As Jesus and his disciples were leaving Jericho, a large crowd followed him. Two blind men were sitting by the roadside, and when they heard that Jesus was going by, they shouted, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. The crowd rebuked them and told them to be quiet, but they shouted all the louder, Lord, Son of David, have mercy on us. Jesus stopped and called them, What do you want me to do for you? Lord, they answered, We want our sight. Jesus had compassion on them and touched their eyes. Immediately, they received their sight and followed him. So there's some, there's a lot of information, a lot of, you know, famous parables in here. And in my readings from Spurgeon, he was indicating that within the church, there's always been a who's going to be greater need and and understanding and a, a, a conflict that, you know, some people believe they're holier. They've, they've been working for the church longer. Therefore they have greater rights. And it's this parable that really Jesus saw this coming and dealt with it and basically said, you know, it's God will forgive who he wants to forgive. It's his right to be generous. He's, it's his right to forgive some with, with terrible sins, that things, sins we consider terrible, murder, rape, pillaging, and those with lesser, just a little white lie now and then. So it's his right and it's his grace, and every sin to him is as complex as the other or as hor- horrific as the other because it's ultimately a rebellion against him. So Spurgeon goes on to talk about then. Ha- then we, on top of that, we have the example of Jesus telling his disciples, hey, I'm going to Jerusalem and I'm going to be killed, turned over, flogged, mocked, and crucified. And yet then two of his disciples have the nerve to support the concept of, hey, I, I want to be at, right, at your right or left hand. It just continues to go on and show how despite the typical humanity of each disciple, God still uses them all. And then he shows Jesus's ultimate humanity, not humanity, um, deity, because he still has compassion in the last, the last section of this chapter is he, he heals two blind men who call out. And while people are telling them to be quiet, he recognizes them and heals them, shows them mercy and compassion. It's a it's a, an amazing storyline that we read. And I just pray that God would open my heart, my spirit more fully to understand it. And with that, let's go to God in prayer. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your day that you've given me. 
This day that we've given that I've been given, I just pray I would use it well, that I would do your will, and that I would bring you honor and glory. I pray most of all that I would come closer to you each and every moment of this day. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I hope you have a great day.